0: Hello, and thank you for listening to the Healing Hearts Worship Center podcast under the leadership of our senior pastor, Sherita L. Smith. Here we are a ministry that believes in faith, healing, and deliverance. We pray that the word of God will touch you, bring you direction, correction, and deliverance. We thank you for listening. Enjoy the message. And remember, we love you to life.
1: Let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis. Chapter twenty-nine. Let's pray. This word will bless it and cover somebody today. Genesis twenty-nine. Here we we'll find that Moses. He decides to put the pen to the paper. In Genesis twenty-nine, I want to deal with today the danger of operating out of a rejected mind. I, 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 I can't I can't preach it real quick. We're gonna we're gonna have to slow walk this thing. Um uh so so bear with me. I want to deal with uh the fact that it is a danger. To allow your mind to come into a place of being rejected. That's it, that's it. Here we find in Genesis chapter 29. Uh let's start. Uh Lord have mercy. Uh because it's lengthy, uh, let's start at uh Verse 27. Uh, it says, Fulfill her work week and will give thee this also. I'll give you the backdrop. Fulfill her work week, and we will give thee thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me, yet seven other years. I'll give you the backdrop. And Jacob did so and fulfilled her work, her week, and he gave him Rachel, his daughter, to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel, his daughter, Bilhau, his handmaid, to be her maid. And he went in also unto Rachel talking about Jacob and he loved also Rachel more than Leah and served with him yet seven more other years. And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated. Let me just put a pin right there so that you can understand that Jacob, he runs into Rachel at his uncle's Leban's house and the moment that he sees Rachel, his heart instantly melts by her beauty and he says to his uncle. Uh, his uncle says to Jacob, hey, you've been working for me in the field. Surely, just because we family, you shouldn't work for free. We ain't even going to touch that. He says, you shouldn't work for free. He says to him, Jeanette, he says, what can I do in exchange for your work? Jacob says, I would love to have Rachel he says in fact I want her so bad that I'm willing to work seven years to have her they make a deal the deal is on the table it's on the table that he will work seven years in order to get Rachel she must have been a bad girl oh glory to God that's a long time. And so here we find ourselves in the text where uh he works for seven years uh to be with Rachel uh nevertheless uh he end up being tricked into uh marrying Leah which is the youngest daughter. All right. I'm giving you the backdrop so you can follow the 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 story. He ends up getting tricked and they uh, give him Leah instead of Rachel. So here we find it says that he loved. In the 30th verse and he went in also uh, unto Rachel and he loved Rachel more than he loved Leah. When he discovered and woke up that next morning and realized that he had they had given him Leah, they had tricked him and it wasn't Rachel. He goes to his uncle and he says, "What have you done? Why would you trick me when I carried out my end of the bargain?" Anybody ever been in that place in their life where they feel like God, why would you allow this to be so when I have carried out my end of the bargain? And so here his uncle, he explains to Jacob, he says the custom uh, back then was you can't have the oldest daughter before the youngest daughter gets married. The custom is the youngest gets married first and then the oldest daughter. Y'all following me? And so he, he, he puts that on the table with Jacob. And watch this. Jacob says, well, guess what? I'm going to work seven more years so that I can have Rachel. So he says to him, yeah. He says, let's carry out uh, uh, in the text. He says, let's just carry out this week of, of marriage with Leah. And then you can work seven more years and I will give you Rachel. Alright? Just stay with me. We're going somewhere. And so, here in the text, in the 30th verse, it says that he's willing to work several more years. Watch this in th- verse 31. It says, and when the Lord saw that Leah was hated. Yeah. Oh, glory to God. I, uh, other people can see stuff. But it's something about when the Lord see. Come on. Come on. Bible says, and... When the Lord saw that Leah was hated, Bible says that he does something for Leah that he does not do for Rachel. Bible says he opens up Leah's womb. But watch this. Pay attention, we're going to slow walk this because I want you to get this thing because uh, at some point or another, we have allowed manipulation to come in and infiltrate the mind of rejection and certain situations and circumstances in our lives. And we chalked it up to God must not care. But here it said, God saw it. In fact, God knew that it was going to take place before it happened. Says in 31, it says that when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb. It said, but Rachel was barren. So Rachel was a bad girl, but, but, but Rachel didn't have the capacity to carry nothing. And so we get we get tripped up and we get uh, deceived in our minds trying to be in competition with each other. Understanding that even if you get the look like what they look like, you still can't carry the capacity or the weight that God has anointed me to be able to carry. You gotta gotta be careful when you start wanting stuff out of the fact that you've been rejected for so long that you look upon a thing and it causes your mind to lust and desire after something you're not anointed to handle. It describes Leah uh, as a woman that has a lazy eye. Yeah, the scripture describes her as a woman that wasn't as attractive as Rachel. And so, and so Jacob says, uh, that's what I ended up with, but that's not what I worked for. Amen. Let me talk because sometimes we are working so hard to accomplish a thing only to have never apprehended it. And so then it brings us to a place in our minds where we don't believe that God is going to ever do it for us. I take my time. So in verse 32, it says, and Leah conceived and bear a son. And she called his name Reuben. For she said, surely. The Lord had looked upon my affliction. Here, the Lord sees the discontentment that she's in. And he says, I'm going to bless you in a place where you're not desired and really wasn't wanted. But your mind won't allow you to see the blessing of the Lord. She began to see the spirit of rejection and not being wanted. And so the very thing that God anointed her to carry, she start naming it out of that place. How many things have you named as a result of rejection? And every time you see that thing, it reminds you of what you named it. She says, the Lord has seen my affliction. Affliction means something that causes pain or suffering. So every time I look at the thing that I carried and produced, all I see is suffering and pain. How is it that God steps in Leah's situation? And causes her to produce the first son of Jacob. Which is to be celebrated in that time. Uh, Even though he loved Rachel. Bible says she was bearing. So God gave you one up. On Rachel. But you're still operating from a rejected place. How many times have God blessed you and have given you something and you still operate out of the place of rejection concerning it? I'm going somewhere. Take my time. He says, I named him Reuben. Reuben Is one of the tribes, is one of the 12 tribes of Israel. So I name one of the tribes of Israel, Pain. I name one of the tribes of Israel. Israel was God's people, He was their chosen. People, so I name one of the tribes of Israel, pain, suffering. So now pain and suffering is connected to Jesus' tribe. You have connected your son. To something that is connected to me that does not display who I am or my representation well. Because all throughout you will find that God's heart was to always spare Israel. It didn't matter what they did. Elder Patrice, he always seemed to want to spare Israel because he loved them. I'm going to help us. And so every time I see my tribe, I see pain. Every time. You see the blessing of God. It added sorrow and does not make your heart rich and glad. So now every time Reuben walks around, Reuben now is infected. Watch this. Reuben now is infected with the mindset of who produced him. Because Reuben means... I'm afflicted. I bought you pain. Which now infiltrate Reuben's mind that says my mother never wanted me. Every time my mother sees me, this is what she thinks of me. And so which puts me now in a place where I have to constantly fight for her to see something different on me. Can I talk? You trying to figure out why you're fighting. Uh, Every time uh, you see your mama. Every time you see your daddy. Every time you are around your family. There is a fight. Because the family can only recognize you. By what you were named after. And so not only. Do I have to fight the fact that the Bible says that I wasn't pretty enough? Mm. The Bible says. Oh. And for y'all men, not only do I have to fight against the fact that I'm not buff enough, mm. wow. I don't make more than what she make. Wow. So there's a war within. Because the person that birthed me didn't believe in me. And we're mad. And we're walking around 10 years later not understanding that Leah couldn't believe in him. Because Leah couldn't believe in herself. Bible never said that Leah had people in her company to push her past the fact that she had a lazy eye. And say, girl, your eye might be lazy, but your anointing is sharp. Listen. Listen. It says that she bears a son. She's in a position to birth something. That beautiful Rachel doesn't have the capacity to birth. And you're still in the ring with her. You are still in the ring fighting to be accepted. By somebody that will never accept you. Because they're operating out of her rejection. How do you carry something for nine months? God gives you the capacity to birth it out. How do you carry that business? Because it ain't just about the children. All of us in this room have carried something. And because we felt like we didn't have the right support system around us. We didn't didn't produce it with excellence. We produced it. But we didn't challenge the excellence out of it. All we sought after was the pain of it. And how you went through carrying it. And how you went through starting it. And how you went through that this one ain't support you. And how you went through because that one didn't support you. And so you, you, you take all of that. And you never tell God thank you. That I didn't die pushing. You never... A moment to say, God, I thank you that I didn't die in the push. I'm talking to somebody in this room today because uh, it's in the pushing for those that have uh, natural children that can cause you to hemorrhage. Even if a child lays in your womb, Pastor Fisher, and, and is a stillborn. You gotta push it out or they gonna cut it out. But either way, you gonna feel the pain. So instead of uh, Leah coming to a place where she begins to thank God uh, for seeing the state that she was in. And so God says, let me help soften uh, that hard place that you in. Let me soften uh, 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 the head space that you are in and, and allow you to do something that the person you are in competition can't do. So Leah never, uh, uh, in the first round thank God uh, watch this because she's going through four rounds somebody gonna catch that in the Holy Ghost so her first round she constantly feeds her mind the, the pain and the suffering of the matter You know, you know, pastor, I I didn't sign up for this. I didn't know it was going to be this hard. I I didn't realize, you know, going through this, I was going to have to bend a little bit and I was going to have to give a little bit. And I was going to have to compromise a little bit and I was going to have to deny myself a little bit. Pastor. I didn't know what I was signing up for, but God did. So all you keep talking about is how bad the relationship is. All you keep talking about is how bad the job is. How bad the people on the job are. When there are people around you that don't even have one. So so she goes through the first round, the first cycle of her life, complaining and, and naming things out of her emotions. Do you not understand that when you are emotional, the most important thing that you need to do is shut your mouth? And so what you begin to name, you're going to have to eat from that table. So if you're naming what God has blessed you with, affliction and pain, that's the fruit that's going to come out of it before the blessing is ever produced. I just just talking. Just talking. Because we got to be careful about what we name the things in our lives because of what we are going through. And then when we decide uh, that we're we're walking through this process of this renewed mind thing that God is supposed to reverse what we said, it don't work like that. You got to go in. Once God start working on your mind and transforming your mind and renewing your mind, it is your job, it is your assignment to go back and re-undo that thing that you spoke into your existence. It is not the job of God to go and recapture what you spoke. So some of y'all are blessed and cursed at the same time. Talk to Leah. She was blessed to be able to birth a son, but was cursed because of what she spoke out of her mouth. He said, the blessings of the Lord maketh one rich and addeth no sorrow. I'm just talking. Because I have to help us. Because we think that because we're walking through this season of uh, allowing God to process our mind, we're not going to eat the fruit of some stuff that we spoke. And you think now, because you know you got it all together and you running with Jesus... That he's supposed to just turn some stuff around. It don't work like that. You have a job. You have an assignment to go after that thing and reverse the curse in your life. I'm trying to help us. Because we mad with God. And God mad with us because we mad with him. He mad because you mad. We blame God for, ev- no, we blame the devil for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, the devil at Sookie House. <laughs> yeah, I know the devil did that. The devil made me stomp my toe. <laughs> no, the devil ain't after your toe. The devil is after your mind. The devil is after your family. The devil is after your resources so that you won't sow into good soil. The devil is after the fruits of your labor. The devil is after your productive, fruitful life in Christ. He ain't after your toe. The devil ain't gave you no headache. That's that pork bacon that you had 10 strips of. The devil got me with a headache. Let me get back to the text. We got to get out of here. So she starts naming things out of the temporary place that she's in. How many of you all have named stuff out of the temporary place that you are in. How many of you have made decisions out of a temporary place that you were in? Some things in your life were supposed to be seasonal and you made it eternal. Wow! Some things in your life, God just wanted you to be a friend and you made it a relationship. There were some positions that God just wanted to use you to help push and encourage somebody else. But you wanted it so bad that you went over them and applied for it Because you are operating out of a rejected mind. And wherever there is a spirit of rejection, there is always a place of overcompensating and there is always a space of competing. So it's dangerous to allow rejection to hit your mind. Because when rejection hits your mind, it causes the very core of who you are to be displayed through it. And so now you feel like, watch this, because, 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 (laughs) Chrissy can I? You deal with me later. I, I, I thank God for, for my HHWC family. All oh, y'all be blessing me so good. Uh, I went home last Sunday and I opened a box uh, only to open a box to uh, a Chanel necklace. So watch this. I always want it, but watch this. I have to spend my money for it. What, ooh, I'm sorry, Corey. Deal with her after church. Watch this. Watch what rejection would do, Renika. Rejection. She was operating. Trying to make me feel like I owe her something. Because she chose. Or God put it on her heart to be a blessing. Oh, y'all ain't never met nobody like that. Honey bought you a microwave and they want you to pay a card note I need a card note more than a microwave yes. when people start doing things for you, well, you check their motives. Yeah. you've got to do it because the Lord led you to do so You can't expect me to do for you what you do for me, or don't do it. Don't do it. it. Stay right there. Don't do it. Because your love language is different from mine. The objective is that I love, though. And you got to understand just because a man don't love the way a woman love don't mean he doesn't love equally. He ain't buy me no flowers so he don't love me. The devil is a liar. He don't love me the way I love him that doesn't mean he don't love equally. He has a different way of showing it. Oh, all my men should have ran up and put $20 down on here and said, you just helped my case today. Listen. Listen. Because I rejected mine. will say they don't love me. Because I bought them their favorite snicker and they know that I like oranges but they got me apples you don't allow your emotions to pick a fight over the apples you allow your wisdom to go to them and say baby them apples were so good next time pick me up a few oranges from the store Am I talking right? Yeah. We're picking fights that we don't have to pick or we shouldn't pick. Because we're operating out of the spirit of affliction. Y'all get what I'm saying? I'm trying to help us. So that not only your, your relationships can be better, but your friendships can be better. You can't go and sit in DDC and think because I'm your pastor, you should do my hair for free. You don't have no integrity. She's not obligated to do anything for me for free regardless of who I am to her. When you have a distorted Rejected mind, your mind will make you feel like you are entitled. (laughs) You don't take into account she got bills. My friendship can't pay your car, note. My pastor and you can't pay your... Come on. Come on here so I'm operating out of a rejected mindset to cause me to feel like I'm owed something I'm entitled because we worship together You got to understand that people can spend their money however they choose to spend it, wherever they choose to spend it, on whoever they choose to spend it on. People don't owe you nothing. I come to help us. I didn't expect them to act like that. Why didn't you? come on do you hear what I'm saying how our minds start operating uh, because we're operating out of the spirit of affliction and just because it looked like what they did to you that has nothing to do with me give me the honor of building my own relationship with you Are we building on Bree or are we building on us? Do you hear what I'm saying? Because a lot of disappointment comes, and the spirit of rejection comes when I feel entitled or I feel like somebody owe me something. Bible says, we back it up. It said, Brother David, it says, oh, oh, no man, nothing but love. Love. The only thing I owe you is to love you. If you in the bar, I don't owe you to pull you out. Do you hear what I'm saying? She said naming stuff out of the state that she was in. Watch this. Not so much as physically, but in her mind. That's why like you got to hurry up and you got to pull down those thoughts. You got to pull down that foolishness that the enemy will try to plant them seeds in your mind and make you think that you are entitled. And some of y'all entitled and entangled. But I ain't going to go there. Because of your mindset. Why? Because of the spirit of rejection. Don't you know that God, my God, you could be living and God could have given you the cream of the crop. Your life could be so set up with purpose and destiny. But if you don't deal with your sick, rejected mind, it will cause you to pull down your own empire with your own hands. In the book of Proverbs, I believe, is it Pastor Joe? It says a wise woman will build her house, but a fool will pluck it down with her own hands. Why? Because of whatever you're thinking. You hear what I'm saying? I'm trying to help us. Because this ain't just about women, this is about the men too. This is an us thing. And so, and so, and so she starts, she starts naming uh, out of a temporary place. If you know anything about God, you know that nothing is going to last forever. If you know anything about this Jesus that we serve, you ought to know that, that it's just a test. If you know anything about this Jesus, surely you know that you are more than a conqueror. You can conquer the place you in. But you can only conquer it if your mindset changes. So watch this. Watch this. That ain't even, that That ain't even, she, she talks about her first son, Reuben. Uh, she names him, the Lord has seen my affliction. And you would think that, you know, she would get it mm-hmm. yeah. after that. Mm-hmm. Honey, she has a second son. Yeah. He did it before, yeah. and he did it again. Yeah. She names her second son, Simeon. Watch this. First, she talks about uh, uh, her pain and her affliction. Watch this. God anoints her to have another son who is connected to the tribe. Oh, my God. Somebody ought to shout right here. So God excuses your ignorance the first time. He allows you to produce something else that is connected to the tribe. She names him Simeon. Simeon is a representation of I'm not loved. You see how your mind will run away with you if you don't deal with your mind? He doesn't love you, but God allows you to keep seeding into what he loves. Y'all going to catch it. He he allows you to keep seeding into what he loves. So he allows you uh, to partake in a second time in his tribe. So now uh, you want somebody to feel sorry for you because you keep talking about your pain and your affliction. And, and, and that ain't quite get the attention or the audience that you was uh, thriving for. And so I'm going to turn around and I'm going to try it again. But watch this. She never stops sleeping with the one that ain't want her. She kept producing with the hopes of one day I'm going to produce something to make him love me. How can you love somebody that's unlovable? So, so, So I know, I know sons are a great thing back in that time. It was like, I said earlier, you celebrate whenever there are sons. She was wanting so bad to get the attention of who she was married to rightfully so. But she missed the order. You can't love what you are connected to more than you love who connected you. She was so fixed on loving who she was connected to and she only brought God in the scheme of things. When she felt like she needed some sympathy wow. Jesus. because she was operating Jesus. out of a rejected place. And so, and so maybe, maybe I'll get his attention by uh, uh, naming Simeon, uh, I'm not loved. When you go throughout the text... It never talks about Jacob's response to what she named. So now you feel rejected. Now, what is the next thing the enemy plays on your mind with once you start feeling afflicted and rejected? He plays on the fact, don't nobody love me. I ain't been to church in two months. Ain't nobody called me. Some people got blocked calling you. Because they can't pour in what they operate out of. They can't fix you because they need to be fixed. So now she's in a place where she's like, I don't feel loved. And so, oh my God, can I touch this? How much time we got? Let me tell you something. It's one thing to operate out of a place of affliction and pain. It's a whole nother breed to operate out of a place of not feeling loved. Operating out of a place of not feeling love is more dangerous than being afflicted. I'd rather be afflicted than not loved what you mean pastor because whenever I'm not loved my spirit will drive me to stuff that is toxic and dysfunctional come on here that's gonna continue to weigh and pull me down until I feel a self gratification hit my spirit when you are not loved can I talk about it and this for the grown folk y'all don't get mad I'm just talking how I'm talking. I ain't talking about nobody. I don't need a platform to talk about you. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's a dangerous thing to be in a place where you don't feel loved. And it's more dangerous to not feel loved and not communicate it. Because if you are in a place and you don't feel love and you don't communicate it and your behavior change, you cannot hold a person accountable for something you don't communicate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because when, I, when you start feeling loved, then you'll start going to what's familiar that once made you or gave you the illusion of feeling love. I want to go here, Pastor John Y'all got my back. Because whenever you operate out of a place, watch this. Whether you are married or whether you are single. If you are married and you don't feel love, but you don't express that love, and your behavior change, you in trouble. Your relationship is in trouble. That's why people cheat. And I'm not excusing that behavior. That's not what I'm saying. But let me tell you something. If you speak in tongue more than you communicate with your spouse. If you serve the church more than you serve your spouse. Let me help the church. If you serve the church. More. Then you serve your spouse. You're in trouble. If you are single and you don't feel love, that's why a lot of single people are apt to fornicate. Because that's a sense of feeling connected to something that I believe potentially love me, even if it's in that moment. I'm just talking how I'm talking. And then, what we start doing, Pastor Joe, Pastor Fisher, what we start doing in the church is we find out that somebody failed or we found out different stuff, and then we act like we got room to judge. Yeah. Don't understand. Pastor know blah, blah, blah. She know that and they still serving in the church. Honey, pastor, what in the box spring or the mattress? Pastor don't know nothing except God show it to her. And when God show me my assignment, my job is to pray. Because guess what? The Bible says, don't think so heavily. Come on here of yourself. Because guess what? The moment that you act self-righteous and act like you got it all together, the enemy will set us snare for your deep spooky religious (laughs) self (laughs) when you start judging people and judging what you think you know the enemy's sure enough coming after you with a snare and let me see if your testimony's still the same on here if you are in a place where you don't feel love your greatest weapon is communication notice I never said prayer everybody won't pray let's pray about it we prayed and it ain't changed. let's fast about it I fasted but I still don't feel desired I still don't feel loved. I don't like how you talk to me. Some of some. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. There are some things that you can't pray or fast about before you communicate it. You should not be. uh, (laughs) (laughs) You should not be in with. let me talk to Zakiya because I know you got my back. You should not be in the women's meeting talking about how unloved you feel and you ain't talked to your spouse. Yeah. Half of them in the room don't feel it either. So they glad you in the league with them. Why are you in the women's ministry talking? I don't feel love. He don't cook my food. He don't do this. He don't do that. But you ain't never talked to him. You out of order. Out of order. With your sanctified self. I come to kill a spirit today. There are some things that, guess what? You talk about taking to the altar. No, you need to take to the ear gates of that person. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And after you done talked about it in the fellowship, it still ain't right. Because you have yet to communicate how you feel. So now you are allowing your emotions to cause you to operate from a rejected place and from a place that does not exemplify wisdom. Everything is not for the ear gates of the people in the room. I don't care how much Jesus you think they got. I'm trying to help us. Bible says that she bore another son. And out of that blessed place, she names it, I'm not loved. Whenever you feel like you have stepped into a realm of not feeling loved, you have to communicate. Watch this. Well, Pastor, who I communicate with, you know, if I'm a single woman and, and I just, you know, I get lonely. You know, I, I want to be with somebody. I don't, I don't feel like, you know, uh, uh, I have nobody to really talk to as it relates to my peers. God always has a ram in the bush. Don't let the devil play with your mind to make you think you can't trust nobody. Even Jesus trusted the 12. He trusted the 12, but he took three with him. Them was his boys, Peter, James, and John. You got to have somebody that you can trust. That you know is a safe place. You got to have somebody that said, man, I was so down in the dumps. Yep. I, I, I took that Hennessy last night. I sat at the bar. That'll say, guess what? That happened last night. Today is a new day. Yeah. Yeah. That's God can do. God can wash you all over again today. Oh, my God, you know, you've been in this thing for five years and you mean to tell me you drunk some Hennessy. What did you do <laughs> that we just don't know about yet? <laughs> As to giving peace of people a license, I ain't giving you a license to do nothing. There are some things that are between you and God. The problem is we want to be savior for everybody. Do you not know that everybody have to take their own journey? There is a course of life that you cannot derail or detour. It's going to happen. And nine times out of ten is the stuff that you don't plan for. Because you can control what you plan. But you can't control what you don't plan. Yeah, oh, y'all ain't hear me. Yeah, so, so you got to communicate. You have to communicate. Oh, we, we, got, we got some more. Oh, my God. These, these, yeah, we got some more to walk through. First thing is, you got to pull down the spirit of affliction and pain that the enemy wants you to keep walking in. Have you you ever been in a place in your life where you got seasonal afflictions? Seasonal Seasonal pains? Seasons of, I don't feel loved? Around this time, every season, this spirit grabs me. you never identify why it's always in this season? In this season, it's always the greatest fight of my life. Why? You gotta identify. What is that spirit? Is it because everybody else gonna be booed up for the holidays and I ain't got nobody? You have to identify why does this come around every season? (laughs) Long as it ain't the holiday passes, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) The minute I'm about these holidays come messing around, I tell you, I just get low. It's a dangerous place to be in. There are some things that you have to confront and watch this when it's confronted, you gotta change. She can't say, you know what, Mike, you always come in the door and you don't never kiss me, hug me or embrace me. And you like, yeah, um, no, you gotta change. Cause if you don't kiss her, love her, I'm talking right, daughter, I'm talking You can't just hear, but don't hear. If I'm pouring my heart out and I'm vulnerable enough to tell you, this is how I'm feeling. God will get you, man of God, if you don't apply yourself accordingly. I'm talking right, Pastor Joe laughing. I'm glad she's talking to you, Mike. I'm glad. She... You cannot ignore. Listen, you cannot ignore. You can't say, well, you know, I, I bought you a Kit Kat last week. But in addition to the Kit Kat, this is what will help me. Y'all, y'all missed that? This is what will help me. Not you at the church every Sunday playing on the keyboard and your wife not fulfilled. Ain't no God in that. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just talking how I'm talking. Because guess what? I, listen, when he come, I'm going to say, Fish, Pastor Joe, y'all got it. I'm taking a month off. God bless y'all. I hope y'all got a word from the Lord. We got to learn how to balance this stuff. Taking a whole month off. you taking two months off. Listen. Listen. If you don't hear anything else I said today, you got to learn how to communicate. Where there is absence of communication, destruction appears. And when you don't communicate, you can't blame God for your destruction. You can't be so emotional that all you allow the enemy to see is the negative parts of your life. Glory to God. Listen, watch this. And you cannot depend on the total fulfillment of your spouse. There's a space for them. There's a space for God and there is a space for fellowship. And those three strand cords are connected to your life. You cannot fail. You hear what I'm saying? You got to learn how to communicate. Watch this. If a person says to you, and I'm done because we got to get out of here. If a person says to you, you're not easy to talk to, you got to check that. You can't expect me to communicate with you when you're nasty about everything I say. If the enemy have us warring against one another, there's a strong man in our house that needs to be bound. Surely my spouse should be able to say, baby, your breath stink and I not start an argument. we friends or are we just lovers there is a difference I can't allow rejection to come in when truth is put in the air my friends should be able to talk to me Some of us gotta go back and start all over again. Y'all gotta pray, God help me. Because sometimes they want to talk to their friend. You too busy on wife mode. You too busy on husband mode. Be my friend. Because if I can't talk to you, I'm going to talk to somebody. For all y'all religious tongue-talking folk. Well, you know the Lord. I'm a pastor in the church. I'm a pastor that's operating out of ignorance by neglecting the care and the responsibility of what God blessed me with. Yeah, I said it. If they don't talk to you, they're going to talk to somebody. I'm going to end it with this. One thing for certain and two things for sure. Y'all can say whatever you want about Delilah. But one thing about Delilah, she was a safe place. Yeah. Honey, she was so safe that Lamson laid his head on in there and told his secret secret. honey you better be so safe that he'll say the credit card number is four four five two one one hear me in the second half half. you got an opportunity to do better teach him how to love me easy teach her how to love me easily I'm telling you you should be so safe he'd be like the account number is he'd be sleeping reaching for his car what you need what we need cause everything they provide for their house is for y'all gotta be careful talking from a mind of rejection I can't love you if you don't know what makes you feel loved how about that part Lord, what would make me feel love? Because I don't even know. Come on, y'all stand so I can shut up. I'm trying to help us. You can't keep walking around saying the same thing. We got to begin to deal with those places and those areas in our lives. I don't feel it. And this is what it's going to take. Listen, if that's you in the room, slip your hand up. God, that's me today. That's me today. I feel afflicted, I feel unloved. That's me that's me hallelujah father I pray for these your people father I pray in the name of Jesus that you will begin to shift our mindset father I pray that we will begin to speak a thing out of the fruitfulness and the blessings of God and not the pain or the tests that you desire to take us through father I pray in the name of Jesus that father you will wash our hearts today wash our minds today reset us and reboot us God in the name of Jesus father I pray that you will help us to do better in the second half in the name of Jesus Father we're going to take this time now and have time to learn how to communicate better to learn how to love one another better to learn how to fellowship better Father do for us what we couldn't do for ourselves strengthen us shape us mold us in the name of Jesus Father I pray that Galatians 5 will be uh, submerged on the inside of us in the name of Jesus. Father, cover us and keep us is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to Healing Hearts Worship Center podcast. Please follow us on all social media platforms. Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, as well as our website, www.hhwc10.com, for updates of all our events. If you would like to donate to our ministry, please visit www.hhwc10.com and hit the donate button, or www.ezekielgiving.com forward slash hhwc or text to give 240-660-4492. We hope that the word that you heard was a blessing to you. And remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We love you to life. Peace be unto you. Grace and peace be multiplied.